Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, cosplay critiques, panel observations, spoilers for upcoming manga, rants, raves, and that guy. Listener discretion is advised. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Op, 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 op Opan Gangnam Style Spark and Con Review, Anime Next 2013. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Convention Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, it's con season once again. I'm here to talk to you about the awesomeness that occurred June 7th through 9th in Somerset, New Jersey at this year's Anime Next 2013. But before we start, remember, if you want to check out our earlier convention reviews or check out the main podcast, Spark and Manga Review, you can go to www.spyrokin.com or check us out on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, or other social networking sites. Just type in Spyrokin, S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and you'll find us. Also remember, if you want to email us, you can check us out at spyrokin.gmail.com or email me at zanspyrokin.com. I will answer, hopefully within a week. I'm usually good like that. But now let's talk about anime next. As usual, the weather was really random, especially for this time of year. And Friday, it was rainy and not that pleasant. Saturday, it was marshy and sticky. And then Sunday was sunny and warm. So walking around and wearing the right stuff was a bit difficult, but still doable either way. Especially as the fact that I was wearing an ironic shirt on Saturday that was a little bit prophetic about procrastinating dying tomorrow. But I digress. This isn't the fashion podcast. It's another episode. Anime Next was once again held this year at the Garn State Exhibit Center and the Connecting Doubletree. So the cool thing is you could go to one, one minute, and check out the panels, then go across the street and go to the other one, and then you could say, hey, I want to look at the dealer room. Or if you, you want to also go to the Holiday Inn, you could check them out for the game center, but I didn't go in there this year. I was just concerned with a lot of other stuff. Overall, the layout hadn't changed much. They didn't build anything new. It was the same. And the staff was the same. So I saw Vince Alvarello. I saw a lot of other familiar faces. There was one difference, though. Vinny Avarello of All Geeks Considered Podcast, we were on there in April, he's actually the panel director for this year, so there's lots of great programming and interesting panels and games to deal with. And since Vinny's my friend, I decided, in my infinite wisdom, to do not one, not two, but five panels this year. All were accepted and things were looking good beforehand, but due to some inconsistencies, we got a little behind arranging and setting each panel up, but I was convinced that things would be good this year. Wait and see how it turns out. Um, also, at the last minute, Evan Minto decided to email me and ask, can you help me out with a panel? So I was helping out with a sixth panel. So I'm working with six panels. 
Anyway, now, as opposed to last year when I was alone, Demona had agreed to help out Saturday and Sunday for the major panels. So, there was a little bit of assistance there, but Friday, I was going to be all by my lonesome self. Except for a minion. But again, another thing we're going to get to in a bit. So, Friday arrived at the con, and I was ready to go. I got up a little bit late because I was just finishing up some paperwork, getting some stuff ready for some of our panels, and I left, got there at 2 o'clock. The minute I got there, got my press pass, went upstairs and went to the panel ops room and said hi to Vinny, Evan, and Alan. Now, Evan Minto is from Anagamers.com, and Alan Mendez is from Reverse Thieves. It had been a while since we've seen them, and Evan and Vinny had both just graduated from college. Congratulations, guys. And it was always good to see Alan, so we were BSing for a while, and it was really cool to hang out with them. And eventually, the panel ops room would become the go-to place for us to hang out and take a breather for the insanity of the convention. So, got my badge Went down to the dealer room, hung out a bit, checked out some stuff, and also got an email from my minion. Now, the minion is someone I found on the Anime Next forum. I requested assistance because I didn't know if I was going to get help originally. Demona was kind of iffy about it. So I said, does anyone want to help out for a free t-shirt for some of our panels? Uh, we'll give you a free t-shirt. You help out this and the other thing. And this girl named Alex, who cosplayed as Sailor Venus and also as Konata from Lucky Star, agreed to help us out. Really cool girl. We have her picture up. She's just up to Sailor Venus. And thank you again, Alex, for helping us out. Again, if you want to do a podcast, definitely let us know. Found out she was going to be there later in the day. She was really cutting it close, but she was coming and all was going to be well. Now, had the assistants have that, and I hung out panel ops, like I said, for a while. And then decided to go to one of my first panels, because it was rushing a little bit. So, went to Anime Pilots and Precursors. Now, this is a panel which was displaying the unique differences that an anime goes through from the pilot to the actual first episode. So, because they always have changes, there's always a difference between a pilot and the first episode, because the pilot is selling the show. And most times, most TV shows' first episode is called pilot. Animes, they generally don't show because there are differences. But, I digress. So, we got to see all these really cool animes, like we saw the pilot for Seiyuki, the Yu-Gi-Oh! pilot, which is completely different, not about dual monsters, it's about games in general. There was this weird show about these kindergartens who look like old men, like one has a bald head, the other one's a grizzly old man who's super strong, who tries using a Hadouken. That show never got picked up. There was Ningu, which is about a really ugly Sergeant Frog-looking ninja. There's Gintama. There was actually the, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure movie, which was silent. Apparently someone had leaked it. And there was a few other series, so it's really entertaining and fun. There was only one thing which detracted from this panel, and that was He was the first eponymous that guy at this convention. That guy meaning someone who's going to interrupt and cause problems. And as the panelist was going over this panel and going through the motions, this guy kept interjecting one-liners and rants a la Mystery Science Theater 3000 and thought he was pretty funny. <laughs> at first it was making a small comment, Oh, look, it's Dragon Ball Z. Then it was... Oh, that's crazy. He looks like Sergeant Frog. Oh, look at this. And that. he kept making statements that he thought was hilarious, but it was pissing the panelists off. If you read Twitter, me and Alan are going back and forth like, this guy is going crazy. We didn't expect to be trying to do Thouser. The panelist looks like he's going to kill this guy. It came to a point that this guy and his female accomplice who joined him later, I think it was a girlfriend or a friend, kept adding commentary that the panelists would, as they were talking, raise the volume up more and more till it was blasting to drown them out. Still, despite the interruptions, it was a really good panel, and he handled it well, and afterwards said, yeah, I understand people want to do this, but we're trying to have a panel here, and eventually someone did tell him he had to be quiet, which was good. Took care of... Didn't have to deal with him. I heard later on that Mike Tool actually 
dressed him down when he tried it in his panel. He actually stopped his panel, looked at him and said, You are not funny. You're making a void of unhappiness around you, so you will not speak for the rest of the panel. Then went right to his panel, shut up the entire time. Sorry for using his name. I don't think he listens to this podcast, so life will be good. Either way, after that, I headed back to the panel room for a bit to work on my first panel of the day a little bit, and then I went off to check out Evan's beautiful backgrounds of anime. Now, this is a panel that was dedicated to showcasing the history and intricate nature of the often overlooked background images in anime, because generally we look at the foreground characters, that's what we're focused on, we're focused on the characters, but we don't really notice that background, the town, the room, the spaceship, the stars. And this panel utilized images from early anime like Astro Boy, Princess Knight, and Speed Racer to show that evolution to how it would change over time to the modern stuff like Okami Kodomo no Amitu Yuki, or Wolf Children Ami and Yuki, Satoshi Khan's Magnetic Rose, Tekkon Concrete, and 5 centimeters per second. And Evan went through all these little aspects of animations that we take for granted. Like when you see the background image, you're looking at the clouds, and the clouds are moving one way, and the other landscape is moving another way, so it gives you that perception of moving. Or how they do it where a character walks up a screen, it looks like the background is moving, but the background isn't moving. It was just done in such a way. It's a nice little camera trick that we take for granted. But he broke it down. It was a very fun and compelling panel. And the room was pretty packed. It was standing room only, and I think that Evan just filled the whole room, which was really impressive and a lot of fun. From there, because I was waiting for Alex to show up, I had to miss out on Mike Tool's Bad Anime Bad, which was supposed to be really fun. And also, I had to run, check into my hotel, drop off some stuff, and come back. So I came back in time to meet Alex, talk to her for a bit, get some stuff situated, and then I went off to Vertical Inc.'s panel, hosted by that one, that only, Ed Chavez. You can check him out on Twitter at, at vertical underscore Ed. Really cool guy, and I love talking about you, Ed. So... Here we go. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to play most of what I recorded because I promised him I wouldn't. I'm a good boy. But I'm going to kind of summarize the panel pretty well. He didn't release any new information about some new acquisitions, but he discussed several titles that Vertical is releasing or has plans to release. Now, the ones which are coming out now are Flowers of Evil Volume 6 and Mobile Suit Gundam The Origins Volume 2, which, if you haven't picked it up yet, it's awesome. It's a 460-page book that's hardcover with essays written by Clamp in it about Gundam. There's also a picture of Amaru Ray in Clampware. So it's pretty cool. It's a nice release. Totally worth it. And as usual with Ed Chavez Flair, he went through every single one in great detail explaining the differences like comparing Flowers of Evil with the live action TV show. And he talked about a lot of other series. But there were three which really stood out. Wolfsmund, Tropics of the Sea, and Helter Skelter. Now, for those of you who don't remember from the last time we talked about this, Wolf's Moon is an alternate history retelling of William Tell taking place in the European Alps. And it was created by Mitsuhisa Kujo, who used to work for our friend Kentaro Mirai of Berserk, and also worked with Kaori Mori, the creator of the period piece manga Emma. So it has this nice blend of Berserk's insane violence, yet Emma's very dedicated and detailed past European design of backgrounds. So it's got this nice setup that is perfect for all audiences. You'll find it compelling if you like Berserk or if you like Emma. It's an intriguing story. Tropics of the Sea, on the other hand, is something a little bit different because it's the first manga series written by the late Satoshi Khan, creator of Paprika, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers, and a lot of other animes. And 
the premise of this one is that it's about a small beach town that has a legend of sea people who still exist to this day, and there's a promise between us and them, which is going to be broken because, well, progression is going to happen. And I don't want to spoil any more about that. But it seems like it's going to be a really cool read, and it's Satoshi Khan. He was a genius. It's a shame we lost him so early in life. But So the last one, Helter Skelter by Kyoko Okazawa, is the story of a woman in her struggles to maintain her sanity identity in the entertainment business after she has lots of surgery and she alters her body and she has lots of identity issues and she slowly goes crazy. There is a live action movie supposedly. I can't wait to watch it, but this sounds really cool because I love Senin, but I actually been really digging Jose lately. So this Jose seems really cool. Um, I'm going to put some of the links up on our show notes for each of these mangas if you want to pre-order them, but it's vertical. They're totally worth it. I think. He also discussed one of Vertical's non-mangas, uh, Gummy Fun, which is a cookbook that tells you how to create your own gummy candies with your own flavors. And actually, I, I'm thinking about buying that because you know I like gummy bears and I want to try making a super gummy bear. But wait, anyway, anyway, I, I, I digress. We also found out that there's more chi coming out, so I guess the story of the lost kitten will last for many more years to come. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're going to find out. Also, last volume of GTO came out. I wasn't able to pick it up because I should have played, but I will pick it up. Because it will be mine, the last of the Shonen Sunday series. I will get it. It will be mine, I swear. But, either way. So after Ed's panel, Alex and me went, we finished prepping up for our first panel of the year. And then we stopped by Alan Mendez of Reverse Thieves panel, which is the measure of a man, the nature of a hero, fate stay night panel. So, he discussed the different character paths that exist in the series in depth, and as usual, Alan captivates his audience with his sharp wit and his excitability that seems to spread to everyone, because he's so passionate that you kind of get sucked into it, and I always find that fascinating about Alan, because he's just, he's a great orator, he's a great speaker. And sometimes I think I'm like that, but I think I'm more of an info-dumpy. You let me know which one you think, if I info-dump too much, or if I'm as good as Alan Mendez from Reverse Thieves. Let me know. Zanspiker.com. Anyway, so after he left, we had our first panel of the convention. The Insane Manga Challenge Adult Edition comes again! And, like I said, it was helped by our hard minion, Alex, who cosplayed as Sailor V, and she looked amazing in it. Um, we had a blast. We asked lots of questions to our contestants, we gave out lots of prizes, and congrats to our winners, Cy, Jolie number three, Jolie number one, and MJ for winning the game. Not Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson. They had acronyms. It was funny. Jolie's kept coming up. It's like, Jolie number one. Jolie. 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 Another guy. What's your name? Jolie two. Jolie. Jolie. And they kept doing it. It was really fun. And the grand prize was volumes one through 15 of Boys B, a vertical ink canvas bag, and a t-shirt from Odie's Kung Fu and Titties. It was great, and everyone loved it. Now, the only issue, there was one issue with the entire panel. We discovered that with four contestants and the amount of questions we had, a tie is almost inevitable to happen. So we had to waste a lot of time deciding who wins what through different means, rock, paper, scissors, uh, having people flip a coin. So pretty much we had to fix that for next year. We had to figure out how to do it right and also with the time allotted because we were a little constricted. We only had two hours as opposed to five like last time. But again, I digress. So after that long panel ended, I ended up hanging out with Vince and Vinny, Ed, Chris, Mike Tool, and several other people for a couple hours. We were drinking, ranting. Uh, there was some discussion about buying raver gloves and also the fact that Mike Tool till 4 a.m. was watching Thundercats. Why? Because it's fun. Mm. 
I agree. Then I went back to the hotel, relaxed, got some rest for tomorrow, because that next day was interesting. And Saturday was insanely busy, because we had four panels and lots of prep to do, so I didn't get to see as many panels as I would have liked to, especially since several guests like Saya Yamamoto were present. And those who don't know, Saya Yamamoto drew Fujiko. She worked on Yamato. She's done a lot. So... A little stressed about that, but with the help of Sailor Alex and Demona, who finally came to assist me, we got through a lot of the insanity. However, there was one small snag. So, if you remember from last year, there was an individual who drove me up the wall. We'll refer to him in this podcast as the second row guy, or that guy. Well, guess who decided to show up for the Insane Manga Challenge Strikes Back? Yep, you guessed it, that guy. And unfortunately, he has not grown up since last year. He still thinks he's the only person in the room and interjects to everything which is said, no matter if he knows about it or not. Now, despite this, the Insane Manga Challenge went really well, with the winner winning 19 volumes of Flame of Rekka, and it actually was Mr. Jack from the night before, so it was kind of cool to see him again. And courtesy of Sparkin, we thank you for checking it out, and we had a lot of fun with everybody who went there. Everyone had a blast, it was informative, it was fun, and I know people did have a good time. We had a couple of walkouts, but that's because they knew they weren't going to be chosen for free stuff. But whatever, it happens. So, at this point, Alex said, I'm done for helping you out. I wanted to help you out with the two insane manga challenges, but I won't help you for anything out. But we can meet later and talk. So she left. I said bye-bye. And either way, Alex, thank you. I can't thank you enough for the assistance with the panel. And I know I worked you a little bit hard, but if we ever do it again, I want you your help. And I will pay you our way on this podcast. I'll figure out some way to pay you in something. Maybe in candy. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, from that point, we rushed to prep for our next panel, which was Post-Apocalypse Manga Variations of Destruction, which was a redesign of our original Post-Apocalypse Manga Surviving the the Wastelands. And Demona was the one who worked on this, so this was her baby. In this panel, we discussed manga that talked about the post-apocalypse with lots of pictures and sound effects. Things like Akira, Nazca the Valley of the Wind, Bastard, High School of the Dead, and a couple of other fun series. And we worked it the best we could for what we had, and I think it came out really well. A lot of people did enjoy it. We got lots of numbers. People wanted to know more about these manga. And the interesting thing is, when we got to the room... It was crazy. The line wrapped around the hallway, so we were dead packed. They were stopping people from coming in. That's how packed we were. The only thing was that this is Demona's first actual convention as a panelist, so she was a bit intimidated by the crowd, and this made her a little shy. I think she did good, and a lot of us thought she did better than I did. But you guys, if you were there, let us know how we did. Zanspirekin.com. And she had a good time, and we had a great time interacting with the audience. Now, from there, we only had like 20 minutes to rush to our next panel. That one, though, was put in the largest panel room possible, the Thieves in Manga. Now, due to some low attendance and some glitches with the Spyrokin laptop, the panel didn't go as well as we hoped. Also, that guy showed up again. So, unfortunately, some issues were had, but we had fun. We showed a lot of images from Lupin. Shadow Lady made people laugh like there's no tomorrow. And also, afterwards, we had some of the fans come up to us and had great suggestions for next time. Personally, I'm thinking we're going to hone this panel till it's perfect and try again, maybe in two years. We'll see how it's going to work. Unfortunately, with all good things, there must be bad as well. As I said earlier, I was asked to assist with Evan's lightning round panel, where each one of us would talk for ten minutes about a topic picked by us. So... Chris, former intern of Vertical Inc., Vinny, 
the current uh, panel chair, Evan, me, and Al Mendez discuss different topics. Chris went over his internship with Ed Chavez at Vertical Inc. and the intricate nature of working for that publishing company. Vinny discussed classical music in anime, using clips from Violinists of Hamel and Area 88 and several other series to show how it evolved over time and how it works, how sometimes it crescendos at some points, and it was really a good segment. Evan went over the animation process in quick detail and showed some clips from Birdie the Mighty. I was going to go over Macross Do You Remember Love, and Alan would talk about music used in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. For the most part, there was only a few people in this room. Most of them were in the podcasting industry circuit that we're all friends with. However, that guy came in and sat up front. As each one of us went up, he would attempt to interject. We'd always tell him to hold his questions till later, but he would keep going, and this would progress. Now, as much as one tries to prepare for all eventualities, a heckler or a disturbance such as the one we had makes it difficult for a public speaker to conduct business. I unfortunately fell victim to this situation for that. I have to apologize to Evan. But with each experience, one can learn from their mistakes and be better at it. Next time, I've learned more video, less static images, and just practice, practice, practice till I know it by heart. That way I don't have any issues. So after this panel, Damona and I went to a diner for dinner, went back to our hotel to prep for the final night or final day. So, Sunday was a lot more relaxed. Beautiful day, sun was out, everything was relaxed, and we opened up with the great opening panel, because JoJo's Posing School was back. It's always fun, it's a great way to open up, especially because it's JoJo's. You know I love it, it's a great series. Demona had fun acting a little bit weird and crazy, especially with some of the poses, like the Vogue one, with the hand across the face, like, wah. But, again... I digress. We did miss the first 20 minutes of the panel because we were running a little bit late, but we made as much as we could, and then afterwards we got a message from Vinny saying that our final panel was moved to a smaller room because a panel which was in a bigger, a smaller room had a bigger attendance, so we swapped it in and out, so we had to rearrange our panel a little bit, and we went for it, and our last panel was Teachers in Manga, a hazardous occupation. It went really well. The room was filled... And even though some of the people left, other attendees would come in to hear about the unique variations of teachers in manga from Yukari from Azumanga Daio to Akichi Onizuka from GTO. We went through all these teachers and enlightened people about their existence. So we had a good time. We had a lot of people ask about it. People were waiting for GTO. They wish we had more images. Some of us had problems with our vocabulary and our grammar a bit because we were both tired. And But it came out to be a great experience. Now, once our panels were done... We made a final rush to the dealer's room, got some stuff, then checked out of our hotel rooms, and went home. Overall, Anime Next was a really good experience for both Damona and myself. It allowed us to get more fans, check out some of the new dealers in the dealer's room, we hung out with some great people, and cleared out some of the stuff in my overflowing collection of manga. It gave some great practice for Damona, because she's had some problems speaking, but she's getting better. I think she did a really good job. Send her messages to monatspiker.com to let her know what you thought about her. And I think it was really good. Now, out of the panels we did attend, because there wasn't a lot of them, I feel that the best one was the beautiful background of anime. It was original, informative, and a bit entertaining as well. Now, I could describe some of these beautiful images that he just, he's shown, but it's better to see it. So check out anime-backgrounds.tumblr.com to see these images for yourself. 
there are some amazing images that are just breathtaking. The one we use in the show notes is from 5 centimeters per second, and you could see all these images in this convenience store. Everyone's hand-drawn. It looks like you can read the barcode off every single item. The detail is amazing. So there's some beautiful stuff that you do see there. Now, one thing we did forget was cosplayers, because they're always there and they are entertaining. There was a large number of different groups around. You had all the video game people, you had a lot of Homestuck people, and surprisingly, you had a shit shitload of Studio Ghibli characters walking around. You had No Face from Spirited Away, three different Sans from Princess Mononoke. That was crazy. There were three different ones. You had Ponyo from Ponyo. You even had a giant Kodama walking around. They all looked amazing. Now, there's one picture we didn't get, unfortunately, which drove me and Demona crazy. We were having lunch at the overpriced buffet, and we see these two bunny girls getting chatted up by a guy who's dressed up as the king from Adventure Time, when suddenly, Gangnam Style starts playing, and they start dancing. They start dancing, the guy starts dancing with them, and then who shows up? A guy dressed up as E-Honda. And E-Honda starts doing all the Gangnam Style dance moves, and it is hilarious. We're all laughing our asses off. Unfortunately, when I went to get the camera up, the battery died, and I was like, no! So, next time. It's a shame we missed it, but as always, next time. We also saw King Candy from Wreck-It Ralph. And that was really creepy because he had that weird voice like, Would you like some of this? Really kind of creepy, but he did a good job. And there was a lot of other interesting cosplays, but there are some really lazy ones. Like one guy had a box over his chest, cardboard box that said Iron Man, and had a light bulb. Another guy had a box that just said Gundam. I'm like, dude, really? If you want to do cardboard box, just do Danbo from Yatsuba. Anyway, for a local convention, Anime Next always impresses me. And I can't wait for next year. Um, special thanks to Vincenzo Avarella for making sure the panels run smoothly and for scheduling us just right. I really do appreciate it, Vinny. And if you need me for all geeks considered, I will come out there. I will email and I will do Skype. And maybe one day we'll actually meet outside of a con situation and hang out. Because you are really cool. Um, guys, check out uh, his podcast, All Geeks Considered. Cons- considering that their last episode, I think, had to do with the con, actually. Also, check out... Alan Mendez's website, which is going to be reversethieves.com, and they always have interesting stuff going on, because Alan literally does all the work, and Kate, she does some stuff, but not much. She's more like, I'm there in spirit, but he's more popular. Alan does more work. Check out Evan's website, which is anagamers.com. He also writes for Otaku USA magazine. Definitely worth reading, because it's the last free, not free, but it's the last anime-based magazine in America. And, finally... Ed Chavez. Ed, thank you as usual. You're a great guy. Guys, go to verticalinc.com or check them out at a con coming near you. Buy their stuff. Keep their company afloat because they have great quality manga. Their stuff is usually 9 times out of 10 amazing to read. Even though a lot of it's sent in, it's totally worth it. So, anyway, I'm a little zonked out from this because I right after the con I had to do a midnight shift, so I haven't slept in over 48 hours. So, I'm a little zonked, so keep on listening to the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the con review. Stay tuned for more con stuff and manga reviews here at Spyrokin.com. And in the next manga review episode, I will talk a little bit about some of the swag I got from the con. Either way, thanks for listening. This is Zan, and I am Gonsville. Catch you next time. Copy, I'm gonna go, you're on a
몸의 심장이 뜨거워지는 여자 그런 반전 있는 여자 